Welcome to Maker Conversations. I'm your host, Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Designs. And today on the show, I have Melissa Garshi from Melissa Garshi DIY. And uh, I was super excited to hang out with her. I got to meet her at WorkbenchCon in front of a candy store for about 15 minutes. And then we walked back together romantically on a nice warm day in Atlanta. <sighs> Memories. Anyways, uh, I was super excited to have her on. And because I was unable to meet David from DSL Woodworks, I wanted him to join us. He's also partners with Melissa on an adventure. So I thought it'd be a good combo. And we had a lot of fun all just kind of catching up and getting to know Melissa a little bit. So come on and join us. And a huge thank you to Sabretooth for sponsoring the show and just supporting me in general. I really appreciate them and I love that they trust me to manage their social media. And pretty soon, guys, I'll be making uh, videos for their page. So I should be doing four videos each month and just talking about the different burrs and what they do and testing them on some different woods. If you're interested in trying out power carving, use Night Carver 10 in all caps to save 10%. Okay. On with the show. Just another side note, these episodes were recorded about a month ago because I have backed up my uh, episodes a bit. So just so a few things are a little old sounding, um, I wanted to call that out. I have been preparing to go to Haven, so I have stacked up episodes, but it's fresh enough, I hope. <laughs> All right, have a good one and enjoy the episode. Get all excited when they're loading. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. My oh name my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh, Steven, I can't believe you kept this a secret. I know. For a while too. Yeah. What? I know, it's it's so funny. You asked me so long ago and I was like, oh yeah, June, that's so far away. I'll totally be busy. And then you followed up with me the other day and I was like, Oh my God, that's in like two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what? Yeah, I figured it's fun to have somebody who knows you really well to interview you too. Yeah. Now I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is so exciting. Yeah. It's been. Oh a, my gosh. It's been a Adam lot of literally asked me. He's like, "Who's the guest host?" And I was like, "I'm not aware that there is any." <laughs> I was like, oh, Melissa's so interesting. She probably doesn't need one anyways. You know? Oh, geez. No, that's not the case. <laughs> How are you doing today? Good. Good. Yeah. I just, my kids are out for the summer. So this is the first, you know, school, non-school day. So it's been interesting. Oh, it's the very, <laughs> very first day? Yes. Got you. When you said they were summer. out for the summer, I was like, well, did you send them somewhere? How do I do that? Where do you call? What's the I know. Well, if you figure that out, you let me know. <laughs> oh. I'm going to need that. So it's day one of what the rest of your summer is going to be like. And how was it? Was it manageable today? Yeah. I mean, you know, I gave them their list of their daily things that they need to get done before fun time can ensue. And you can imagine how well that went over. So <laughs> the first day and here, here's all the chores that you guys got to do. Right? There, it's totally easy. Empty the dishwasher, straighten your room, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. No, nope. it's stuff that they should know how to do. How, how old are they? 
13 and 10. Yeah, yeah. They can handle us, David. Yeah. They're old enough. I was going to say, if I gave that to Connor, who's four, he'd be like, <laughs> uh, he can barely pick up like a couple of cars here and there. So, yeah. No, by, we're, by, we're by beyond three, that. They're exhausted, you know? <laughs> can you blame them? <laughs> There's so much work. What are you making me do? <laughs> I'm just going to take them out again, anyways. What is the yeah. point of this? That is a good question, though. What is the point? You don't step on them. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. You have a place to put things. That's true. I can <laughs> fine, whatever. <laughs> Coming from like- a parent that has a kid who takes every single toy out of his room every day. It's just like, really, it's just do it. You know, just get those toys away. Although I feel, I feel like when you're a parent, you learn this innate sense of like where toys are on the ground and you can just like magically Navigate. meet. Yeah. <laughs> Cars and Lego just constantly stepping around, not even an issue. For me, it's it's literally only when there's one underneath the carpet and you can't see it. Oh, a hidden block. Mm, yeah, because my youngest does that. He'll open up, he'll like lift up the carpet and stuff things underneath. And then, oh. What? Yeah. You can yeah. lift up the carpet or is this a rug? Oh, it, it's a rug. Oh, rug. oh okay. <laughs> see, David, I was with you. I, I was Thank you. you. It was a rug. <laughs> it's it's an it's an eastern thing that's why this is so dim literal she's like what is this wait what <laughs> i don't lift up my carpet <laughs> it's because you don't have boys there you just go. wait until they're cutting the carpet with scissors just so they can stuff things under there you know i do I cut my carpet when i spill paint on it i do a little little fine trim <laughs> do you I was, uh, I was interviewing, um, Danny Kissel on Sabretooth podcast. He's a pumpkin carver and stuff. And he was talking about how, um, a rug got dirty one day. So he just decided to paint an image on it and just hide it. And just like, did like this whole like art piece in the middle of the rug, just so it would hide this thing. And he was like, and then it, once in a while I touch it up. And that was my solution. <laughs> That's amazing because I spilled so much paint on Cameron's carpet when I was doing her room. <laughs> that I mean no amount of trimming is getting rid of everything I did I also spilled epoxy too which people all these epoxy spills I'm hearing about lately yeah oh yeah Thelma Thelma from TK Woodworking she has uh, an epoxy spill in her uh, garage right now yeah it's a nightmare and it wasn't even I think because I had the carpet pretty fully covered but I think when I was spreading the epoxy and I lifted up like some stuff splattered off of this spatula thing because there's like a couple of drips in these random areas that's the only thing I can think of but it's hard and it's not fun to step on (laughs) poor kid what got you into doing DIY like is it you buy a house that needed a lot of work like what what was the driver factor I think, well, my parents are DIYers and have been my entire life. Yeah. My my dad's a woodworker. He, he never wants to hire people. He wants to do everything Mm -hmm. by hand. My mom sewed a lot growing up. So I just kind of come by it naturally. And for me, it's my creative outlet, which Mm -hmm. I need. Um, I get that. So yeah, it's, it's not even because it's needed. <laughs> my house was brand new. This house that I'm living in, it was brand new. It was new mm-hmm. construction. Um, when I bought it, it's just, I don't know. I'm a weirdo. And that's how I express myself creatively, I guess. 
I don't know. There's, there's, there's no better way to DIY than if you have a brand new house. And I mean, even you probably know better than most. That if, even if you have a brand new house, they're not always uh, square walls. But... No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Nothing is square in this house. Still. Do you guys follow Alex from um, Real Life DIY? Yeah. He, I was listening to his podcast earlier. Real Life Renovation, right? Yeah, Real Life Renovation. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I listened to like his first episode of his podcast and he was saying like that would be a dream to have like a new construction to do because you can count on it being semi even, you know, I know it's not uh, perfect, but, but I like, don't know a blank slate instead of having to renovate an old, old house. Like, yeah, I like, don't know. P- people say that, but then you see some of these, like, I mean, I know it's probably the same where you are, like all these new construction developments just going up in like, you know, a year. It's, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> mine. Ours was built in nine months. Wow. And it was all done after the the recession. So it was when things were just kind of starting to get better. So I think the builder just wanted to pump out the homes as fast as possible to kind of recoup Mm -hmm. their costs. Cause the, this development started before the recession, there were like a couple tracks already built and then it just got completely put on hold. So I think they were just, let me do what I can. There are, Mm -hmm. there are a bunch of lawsuits against our builder. It's, it's madness, but <laughs> it's very Californian to say. Oh, the lawsuits. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like that's everywhere. And I know it's not like that in Canada. You guys I was going to say, yeah, anybody. we, we don't have that. There. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't even have like in Quebec, we were, t- I was talking about this today. We have no fault insurance for cars, which like, I don't even know hundred percent, but like, if you crash into somebody, like it doesn't even matter. It's not, it's not necessarily your insurance. That's going to pay for everything. There's just no fault insurance up here. Yeah, we're very, uh, you think that's why people are like, oh, California is so liberal. Oh, you don't even know. No, I don't. <laughs> we always say we're going to move to Canada, me and my husband. Like, it's just like, when are we going? When, what's, when, is, when are we making that move? <laughs> I know. It's a, a, like the universal health care David was telling us about. They don't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. They paid, you didn't even pay for parking when your wife had your last kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, when, so when my youngest was born, yeah, he had to be rushed to, from our hospital to the children's hospital downtown by ambulance. He stayed in the NICU for a week and we walked out with a, a $0 bill. I think we had to buy a sandwich a couple of days and that was the, that was the extent <laughs> that was of the, the Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there are some downfalls in, in Canada. I don't think it's all perfect and sunshine um, and rainbows. I don't know about that. We have snow, Melissa. <laughs> that's where i draw the line that's why their health care is so good because they have so much snow all year it's like yeah. we'll make up for that and uh, stay here and we'll take care of you medically wise yeah there you go i don't think i could put up with the snow in exchange though snow's fine is it is it <laughs> i, don't I, I it like would... it yeah it's an eastern thing i'd i would freeze to death <laughs> i would have you always been on the West Coast, Mel? Yeah. I grew up in the desert oh. too. So there we go. And then now I'm in San Diego. I just can't. Like, I have a five degree range of temperature that I'm comfortable in. And anything above, I'm burning What's hot and anything below. <laughs> like, okay, uh, 68 to we'll say 74. 74. Oh God, you and I Canada. share the same range. That's yes. what I would love to be. Yes. I never get that. I never get it, but that's my dream temperature range right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, 
that's the magic. I can't mm-hmm. sleep if it's too hot. Yeah. I just, mm. like even right now I'm a little hot. I'm a little hot. It's probably because I have a ring light in my face. <laughs> I'm like, should I take off my sweater? I feel like I'm starting to sweat. Take it off. It's fine. It's probably, it's probably 75 in here. <laughs> Dude, I'm the same way. That's so funny. But like, you know, it gets hot in Massachusetts. It's awful. But let's stop talking about weather. Let's okay. About yeah. You. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It started to depress me. Start talking about humidity and heat. It's just like, oh God. <laughs> Seriously, because that's what that's what we're currently uh, dealing with right now. But um, I uh, I started like you know as I do I like to scroll down and see when people started, and you started oh, like boy. right when COVID was hitting, like just before it shut just down. Just before, yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. That was when I it was I think it was January 2020. I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. All my friends kept telling me you should put out your creative ideas on Instagram and Pinterest and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And finally, I did a couple things really out of my comfort zone at the end of 2019. And I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go on Instagram. I'm gonna put myself out there. Um, and then COVID hit, and <laughs> I became a homeschool teacher. My boss also and where I work is just me and my boss. Um, he was diagnosed with cancer right then too. So it was just, there was just all this stuff hit at the same time. And then I pulled back and kind of stopped what I was doing on Instagram. Um, and then everybody else decided to start doing Instagram in that time. (laughs) Yes, they did. (laughs) So I came back to a much more flooded market, but for me, it's not, I I've gotten to a point where I love Instagram for the community <clears throat> that I've gained and the friends that I've made. I've met yeah. some friends that I know will be friends for life. Um, but it's not like, it's not about the numbers to me anymore. For a long time, I was caught in that like hamster wheel. Like I gotta grow. I gotta go. I gotta grow. Oh my gosh. My engagement is terrible. And it would affect me when yeah. my engagement would be bad. They don't like me, you know, blah, blah. And now I just don't care. <laughs> Do you think that's because of your TikTok or do you think? Oh, that- um, well, even TikTok, I, I, like I posted a TikTok yesterday and it hasn't even cracked a thousand views, which I think is yeah. insane for somebody with account, an account of my size, but it's amazing um, how big accounts still get the same feelings that the smaller ones get when they yeah. don't hit. It just like, yeah. they don't yeah. pop off. And honestly, that would have, that would have gotten to me a while, like a couple months ago that I would have just been devastated and kind of been like, is this even worth it? But I honestly, I don't care on either one. (laughs) I'm putting out stuff that I enjoy and I like to do. And that's, you know, if people like it, they like it. And at the end of the day, there's, you know, people commenting that somebody just commented yesterday that um, they showed the video of my Harry Potter secret room to their contractor and paid their contractor to do it for them. And it was like such an inspiration. And that to me That's is just awesome. so, cool. It so cool. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many sure, people it's the first of many. Yeah. See, you know, it's just, I don't know. That's the sort of stuff that's like, okay, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Building a community, building friends. That's what it's about to me. And then when you get those amazing followers that just become part of your life, yeah. like they may not be the same bond that we have with makers and stuff, but then you have yeah. those people who are 
actual real people who aren't making and doing this with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they're engaging and they're sharing with you those stories that that means so much. It does. Yeah. No, it it really does. I mean, it's, I have some that are in my DMS every single time and just like rooting me on and you know, I'm like, you need to show me your projects. Even if you don't post your stuff on Instagram, I want to see your stuff. It's that part is so cool. And then most recently, um, my youngest daughter is not gender conforming. She, Mm -hmm. um, like all of her, she dresses and the way she prefers her room and the toys she wants to play with are all stuff you kind of go to the boy section for. And that's My who she is. That way for the girl stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're glitters and rainbows over here, yeah. baby. I totally understand. <laughs> My little pony. My little pony is on repeat for Connor. Yeah. yeah see, there, there I, is no gender anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know? no. But it's so funny because I have, that's kind of been really inspirational to me lately. I've had a lot of people reach out to me specifically on TikTok saying, thank you so much for allowing your daughter to be who she is. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a kid like that and my parents didn't let me do that. You know, that, that sort of thing. And then other parents saying that it's inspirational to see that. So I don't know if you can affect any sort of positive change, whether it's small or big, I just, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's it's great. I care about. Yeah. Sorry. I just got off my, I'll get off my soapbox now. No, it's funny though. Cause like <laughs> it's, it's always surprising. And like when your kids do start like gravitating to the other gender, just, you know, stereotypical toys and stuff like that. And, uh, it's just so funny now. Cause my other son's like, I think I like pink now. I'm like, great. That's fine. <laughs> if you like pink too, like He's like, yeah, Chase, can I wear your rainbow shirt, please? Like, <laughs> like, so my other son's like getting more adventurous with his fashion because of my son, Chase, you know, yeah. like it's interesting. He's yeah. feeding off of kind of the bravery. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel because I feel like kids like that do have to be brave. They do. They have to be bold. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That. I mean, she, she deals with stuff at school it's got it has gotten a lot better over the last couple of years because I think all she's been at the same school since she was in kindergarten she just ended fourth grade and I think kids are you know they're used to it as Cameron is Cameron she's gonna be playing sports with the boys Mm -hmm. during recess um but for when she was younger in like kindergarten and first grade there was a lot of pushback from boys little boys can be mean sometimes (laughs) so can be well, that's great yeah see yeah it is it's nice and when you don't care to you know push your child to not do that stuff it's very freeing mm-hmm. you be you yeah. buddy yeah yep it's a whole new world now and mm-hmm. i love it yeah yeah and it's reflecting in movies too which is really mm-hmm. cool you're starting to see that happen in a lot more movies now so yeah that's neat i know it's so important i mean it's kind of crazy that we've let society tell us that boy boys like blue and girls like pink and it's like mm-hmm. it's it's a color <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, you can really like I mean it's so silly mm-hmm. so silly I I tell you I will not rest until McDonald's in the drive-thru stops asking you if you want a boy happy meal or a girl happy meal ours don't ask. They yeah, I was don't. gonna say do yeah. you guys oh my god uh, they don't we ask. Don't, yeah we don't have that up here either yep mm. that was yeah. I, they stopped that for a few years now I think actually. yeah so they still ask that in my gotcha. area. Wow. And I, I want to say that it has something because it they're, they're mostly all franchises or maybe yeah. they all yeah. are all. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. 
so maybe it's kind of a case by case basis and but it bugs the crap out of me yeah. <laughs> I'm like I, I want to wage a war against that practice because it, it how hard is it to be like do you want hot wheels or my little pony yeah it's true yeah, yeah well, which would you prefer <laughs> yeah that's Why so funny because yeah, yeah I was gonna say up up I, I don't know how it is where you are Tiff but like up here it's do you want a book or do you want a toy that's the only two options they have. We don't have books. <laughs> we don't read yeah, in America, don't. David. What's, what's reading? reading? Sorry, of course. <laughs> That's like asking kids if they want apple slices or French fries. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised at uh, you'd be surprised. Connor always goes for the book. It's always in Does French, he? but that's good because he's not getting French from us. So, <laughs> is he bilingual? No, not yet. No, no. We're. I mean. He will be it sounds like it if he's yeah. Yeah. reading french <laughs> yeah. literature yeah, yeah we're not i mean we're not gonna have a choice i mean i don't know how much you guys know about quebec but like the whole language laws up here and everything they're really pushing to conserve the french language so yeah we're really we're making sure he's going to be french because yeah i'm not at all and neither neither is my wife so yeah. <laughs> i wish i was bilingual Never too late skill you don't value as much when you're young though when yeah. you have the time to actually learn it yeah you don't think about it like yeah an important tool i'm yeah. definitely going to do that for my kids is make sure i push them towards learning another language for sure yeah that's the thing even when i go like other because obviously here i'm like people look at me like oh my god you're really english but anywhere else i go if i go to the states or anywhere else in canada i mean they don't nobody speaks french right so i could say the most common phrase and they're like oh my god <laughs> that's, that's amazing <laughs> my mom knows five languages Jeez. and so yeah. So I actually rebelled in high school. Um, and I chose to learn sign language as my foreign language in high school. <laughs> Does it ever come really in handy cool. though? I'm curious. Um, so I'm way out of practice. I'm sure I could pick it back up pretty quickly, but I did actually use it a couple times when I was a dog trainer at PetSmart. <laughs> I, we had a, um, a, quite a few deaf customers. And I used there. to help them find things. That's so cool. <laughs> so what kind of jobs have you had? I love hearing people's like job history. <laughs> um, so I was a dog trainer. Well, I, I worked as a hostess in a restaurant as my first job. And then I was mm -hmm. a cashier at Smart and Final. Um, smart and but, Final. Yeah, Smart and Final. Um, <laughs> and, and then I was a dog trainer at PetSmart because I had... Um, a background, my neighbor growing up, um, bred and showed whippets in dog shows, mm -hmm. um, and also trained them. So she, I, I love animals. And so she just kind of took me under her wing and I learned a lot from her. And now she's actually, hi, Mary. Um, if you <laughs> ever hear this, um, she is, a, a judge at these like national dog shows. It's really cool. But awesome. Anyway, after that, I got a job as an animal trainer and performer at SeaWorld. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I did that for a while. What um, animals did you work with? I'm so very curious this, about that too. <laughs> yeah. So this is crazy. I didn't work with any sea animals. We had this show called Pets Rule. And I train dogs, cats, pigs, parrots, ducks. So you were like the inside the aquarium type of show. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we trained them to do all sorts of tricks and then we performed with them on stage. Um, and that was a lot of fun. That was, that was definitely a good time, but then I got a boring job at a law office where I met my husband and then Still didn't make um, the job better though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then um I started working at a nonprofit business accelerator. So we helped startups kind of refine their pitch and whatnot and get them in front of investors to try to get some financing. Um, and then that's how I ultimately met my boss that I've been with for many, many years. He runs a venture firm and actually creates startups and we kind of stay with them until they are acquired or fail, <laughs> which starts, you know, some startups just will inevitably fail and it's sad, but it happens anyway. That's what I do. <laughs> that's interesting though. So you're used to like pouring your heart into stuff that you've seen not work out. So like you've kind of already dealt with that with your regular life when it comes to like doing a post and seeing it fail. It's kind of like, well, that's bound to happen. (laughs) Yeah. It stinks. We just had, um, a company that I have been working on since I started working for my boss like seven years ago. And so I've watched it grow from just this kind of idea um, to a startup that had, I think there were, gosh, I'm forgetting now. I think there were over 30 employees. Um, and it was kind of like with startups, especially in the life sciences, pharmaceutical world, nothing's a sure bet, but this company was as close to a sure bet as you could get. And then they actually failed at their second set of clinical trials. So we had to shut the whole thing down. And it was just like, we're still in the process of shutting down. Cause you can't just like a pharmaceutical company. You can't just, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just, it's so sad. It's so sad. Luckily, most people have already found jobs and, but it just, it stinks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Startup sure world is cutthroat it is cutthroat it is oh, devastating say, sorry I just got this super depressing I'm sorry <laughs> well no it's, it, it's interesting though um your life has gone from like these like jobs where you're out there performing to something that you're more behind a desk behind the scenes I assume good catch, good catch. dropping my mic I accidentally okay I'm good <laughs> Would you- are you wanting to stay doing that kind of a business or are you trying to make moves to do something else right now? Like you have M2 labs going on. Mm-hmm. Like what's your dream and vision with that? Um, I what would, is that for those who don't know it? Yeah. Oh, so um, M2 labs and David could speak on this too. Cause he's one <laughs> of my business partners. Um, but M2 labs essentially started out as something we were just kind of doing within our Instagram community, where we would find somebody who's kind of an expert in something that the rest of us weren't. So, you know, wood burning or deep pour epoxy. And then we would get a bunch of us on a zoom to learn that new, you know, deep pour epoxy to learn the ins and outs of deep pour epoxy, to be able to kind of expand our skill set, And they were getting so popular. Um, and Mike 
from Mike built something was having kind of a hard time managing it because they were growing so much. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm good at managing and organizing stuff. Right. I'll help you out. Strong so I kind of, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like, I launched, um, some web pages on my melissagartydiy.com website with, I don't know, David, how many classes did we have to start off with? Like 10? Oh, we, yeah, it was not a lot. even. Yeah. Or 12, or 12, because it was supposed to carry, carry us all through. Oh yeah, yeah it's from true. January. Be Those beginning yeah. ones, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and within like a couple of days or within the first day, I think we actually had like 156 registrations within yeah. releasing those and they were all free. It was just at that point we realized we have something here that people are really enjoying. Mm -hmm. So in order to make it more professional, more fine tuned and to be able to get our maker friends, get our maker friends paid for, yeah. you know, the time that they're putting into the classes, we do need to start charging. So we launched M2 labs, um, and we launched our kind of paid model and all of our classes are, they're not expensive. Our average class is $30. Um, but we're trying to grow that. And then of course, going from a free to a paid model where, you know, we <laughs> Speed bumps hard. There, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we'll get there. We're, we're gaining some traction. We're learning what sort of marketing works and what doesn't. And my ultimate goal is I would love, um, to have my own business. And I do hope that it is <clears throat> obviously I do have my own business within two laps, but <laughs> that the own business becomes what can, you know, finance me yeah. that I'm no longer working for somebody else. I'm working for myself. Um, I think with M2 labs, none of us are looking to become gazillionaires from M2 labs. <laughs> the, no. the, the goal goal is ultimately the same, but we, you know, it's like an We're extension putting, of yourself though, too. Yeah. It doesn't have to pay all of your expenses, mm -hmm. but it could be a part of what's helping you become free from your current job. You yeah. know what I mean? And not that I don't, I, I love my job. I love my boss, but I've always, always, always known that I wanted to work for myself mm -hmm. um, when I grow up and here I am. 37. So haven't there. quite made it there, but we're going to get there. <laughs> 37 is young. I haven't grown. I've not you, fully David? grown up yet. I'm uh, I'm 30. I'm 34 now. I just turned 34 last month. Yeah. He's saying that because he's approaching it. He's like, don't worry. No, it, it. <laughs> he likes to tell me that I'm old all the time. So don't let, don't let this little attitude fool well, you. Stay off camera. Stay <laughs> off camera. <laughs> But no, I mean, I was just going to say to those classes, I mean, that's how, that's how I met all of you guys. Right. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, Tiff, you know, like, you know, yeah. it's funny how in Instagram, everybody kind of has their little communities and some of them intersect. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I, I remember, yeah, I mean, it was so <laughs> nice when I was working from home, I was on clubhouse every day. Right now mm -hmm. it's a little bit harder being back in the office. It's kind of hard to just sit there in the office on clubhouse, but um, it, you know, it's so cool. And yeah, we, I remember, I met all of you guys through, um, through the mallet challenge that, uh, mm -hmm. that Mike and Adam were running. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. I still remember your picture too. Yeah. He was a lot of people mallet up that challenge. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was like that, the pumpkin challenge. That happened a mm-hmm. little bit before I, before I, uh, or yeah, before I joined Instagram. But yeah. yeah. I did not so fun. that challenge. I don't like to build things. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a, a pumpkin carving challenge. That would have been right up your alley. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, that was before my time too. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> that was it's probably when I was like, still in my pandemic funk. <laughs> your world is only as big as the people you follow in it. You know what I mean? So like depending on the accounts that you follow, you may not know an entire group of people exists. So mm-hmm. It could have been, I didn't know who those people who were doing that, you know, at that time. It's very interesting. I think we all met through probably like, I would say Kevin, like lefty. Cause he usually, mm-hmm. me, that's how I get introduced to most people is through Kevin. He's like he's, a radar for people. I don't know. He's such a teacher, right? He just brings I, people in yeah, and he like yeah. introduces and then steps <laughs> back, had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He does. He does step back too. You would like I each adore other. that man. He is like, yeah, he I'm, is gold. He is. Just, you know how some people are just good people through and through. He's just a good person through and through. Yeah. And we're talking about lefty for you guys who don't know yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so, I'm so glad I got to meet him because yeah, I mean, I was at workbench, but I barely got to meet anybody. Obviously I was stuck in my hotel room, but yeah, I got to, I got, Kevin came out and saw me with, with Melissa and Nathan and, and Mike and a bunch of other guys and all, oh, it was awesome. It's so hard yeah. to see people, even when you are there sometimes though, just mm-hmm. to like, I got to see Melissa like for 15 minutes. I know, of a, I know. A candy store. <laughs> yeah. And then we walked back together. Yeah, we walked back good together. We had that a nice romantic what, stroll back. Yes. You know? That was where I um, realized that you and your husband are relationship goals. Oh, yeah. I came home I to my husband. I was like, we need, we need to be more like Tiff and her husband. And he's like, well, who's Tiff? And I'm like, oh, you don't <laughs> remember? This is what the issue is. <laughs> I, I think I do remember you saying something about that. You saw the, us when we had no kids. We're, we actually are, you know, a lovely couple. And we don't have kids harassing us <laughs> and talking. They're like nonstop. Oh, yeah. I, uh... I never understood the term. Like I can't hear myself think. Oh my god! Until I had until I had kids. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, I get it now. (laughs) We literally will try to have a conversation with each other, and it's the worst in a car too, because they just want your attention every three seconds. Um, but like we end up fighting, like we're in a great mood, but then now we're angry at each other because our kids won't stop talking, so that we can actually have a thought in our head. So like you get so flustered that you just start getting angry at the other person. Like that is what kids do to you. It's, and I, and I adore them. I don't know what I would do without them, but I mean, man, sometimes (laughs) you'd have time to think. (laughs) Yeah. That's what, when they, cause my kids didn't go back to school. Didn't our um, school district didn't open up to in-person learning until this last school year. Mm -hmm. So it shut down March, 2020. So for the rest of that school year, it was all virtual learning. And then, Yeah. yeah. And then for the whole next school year, it was all virtual learning. And when my kids went back to school this school year, I felt like I was a brand new person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I had, I'm, I'm the type of person that I, I love being around my family and I love being around my friends, but I need moments to re I need to be alone too. I need to have my alone time. And I got none of that. And I just, oh my gosh, I, 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And now we're talking to her on the first day of summer. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, like oh. and she's surrounded by them. This is what we call parenting PTSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're having flashbacks right now. It's going to be yeah. okay. Yeah. Breathe. <laughs> I'll probably ship them off to the grandparents a few times. Just oh, a hundred percent. They miss them. They need to yeah. see them. Yes. Yes. It's very selfless of me. Yes. It's funny. I keep thinking that like, oh, once the kids are old enough to do their own things, I mean, your kids are at that, that stage mm-hmm. now, right? Like they can kind of do their own thing. Don't even need to worry about it. I can't wait for that. The age I'm most excited when they can wake up and just go and turn on the TV on the weekend on their own. My kids can yeah. do that now. So six, oh. six, you got two more years. Two yeah. More years, David. Yeah. And then by then he can like, Connor can bring Bennett out and then, you know, <laughs> although by yeah. then we'll probably have another one anyway. So yeah. <laughs> no, don't be outnumbered. <laughs> don't be outnumbered. <laughs> That's what everyone says, but oh, I want to, I don't know why I've always wanted a girl. We might try one more just for the girl. We'll see. I just, I think because both my kids are heavy in sports and my youngest is like, she's on a traveling club competitive soccer team. So it's, it's pretty intense and it's year round. Um, I, I could not imagine if we had three kids with all the sports and everything splitting you can't, you can't split yourself into three different places. There's only two of you. So what would you do? That middle kid just gets nothing. Yeah. That's, that's why there's, up. that's, that's why there's middle, the child, middle child syndrome. I'm the middle child. <laughs> that's, that's, so, they will yeah. suffer in silence <laughs> and they will start drawing to entertain themselves. Yeah. Well, there you but go. look at where it brought you. Exactly. Right? Didn't turn out so bad. My mommy just said, draw over there in the corner and look where I am now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's a lie. I have an overbearing Italian mother. She never left me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be real here. Oh, you're Italian. Oh, yes. I'm half Italian, half French. I was going to say, yeah, the the last name, the last name is definitely. uh, Yes, I am French Canadian, my friend. I have visited your cities, your towns, your provinces. Well, do you you ever, you must get, are you related to Brad or? No, everyone asks that because of the Marchand. (laughs) The hockey player, Melissa. It's, it's, it's a hockey it. player. He's a I got it. on ice. I don't know if you know what that is. It's hockey. That's my married, uh, married last name. My maiden yeah. name is. It's still French, so it's Buta or Buto. Yeah. Wow. Fancy. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not that cool, and my kids remind me of that because they're my husband is Spanish and Filipino, so they remind me of just how white I am all the time. They. I got this new mineral sunscreen and they're like, they put it on themselves and they're like cast in this like white cast from the mineral sunscreen. And they said, look, mom, we look like you. (laughs) They're like, what are you? you? And I'm like, I'm just a mix of things. I can't say I'm like half this or half that. So I'm jealous. Don't worry. 23 and me has told me that I'm a liar and I'm not really fully half this, half that, but I'm choosing to ignore it. Well, you know, that's the interesting thing about genetics because like even my husband probably isn't what we think he is because when you get your genes from your parents you get more of some and the other but I I don't know like are you supposed to start describing yourself like I am (laughs) 22.5 percent I am 49.9 percent Italian I am that oh there we go there's no denying it there's no denying it my grandmother didn't lie she did come from Italy 
Hey, yeah. I mean, if she didn't, if she wasn't 100% Italian, it'd be a little weird, but um, I want to talk to you. What about, about like your favorite thing that you've done so far in your house? Like, I know you just mm. finished this amazing, like hidden bookcase bed thing, mm-hmm. but is that your number one or is there something else? Is it something simple? Like the pantry you started with, you know, like, yeah, what's meant the most? I think what's meant the most was the pantry. Um, I and I, yeah, yeah, you did. And I think so. Um, I've always been, I've always used DIY as an outlet, but if it came to building things with wood and power tools, um, for the most part, like a bigger thing like that, I would have called my dad over and mm-hmm. asked him to help me. And then when my dad comes over, it's my dad's show <laughs> because, and I don't blame him. Like, it's just like easier to, yeah. yeah. Um, and for that pantry, it was the first time I built that entire thing from scratch all by myself. He gave me his hand-me-down miter saw, um, with like the torn dust collection bag. Like, <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, clearly I don't. I used to make four. <laughs> um, but I built that entire pantry from scratch. And I was also, I was terrified to do it for two reasons. Number one, it was my first time ever right. building anything like yeah. that. And then number two, what our pantry was before were these stock cabinets stock really deep cabinets that match the rest of the cabinets in our kitchen and I had this crazy idea of pulling them out and then Mm -hmm. creating a it's not a walk-in pantry it's called a reach-in pantry that's what it's called (laughs) the way that you have the shelves narrowed down a little bit so they can actually get in there Yeah. yeah 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 um and so I was terrified if if I pull this out. (laughs) I'm, I'm messing with the aesthetic of my kitchen. And then is this actually going to work? Is this going to be effective? Am I going to be able to store everything I want to store in there? And so I was terrified that I was just going to mess up going now, two years later. It's amazing. It's like, I would encourage anybody to do it our, our cabinets were so deep. They were over two feet deep. They're on you loose. Yeah. You lose stuff. We would constantly, when I would go to, you know, do a massive clean out of the pantry, I'd find like so many things we didn't even know were there because they were just stuffed back there. And it didn't matter what organizational systems I put into place, what kind of bins labels it, it didn't matter. You will lose stuff. And now we don't, we don't have that issue at all. So I, Yes. So, so that was probably my favorite. <laughs> I really liked it. It's the first thing that you posted. And I was just like, that makes sense. Like when I saw the photos, like now it's, it's fresh in my mind, but I have seen people who have those big, first of all, I'm jealous of having any kind of nice spaces like that, that you can play with because I have nothing for space in my kitchen. Oh, yeah. from yeah. the fifties and we, oh. there's, no, there's no pantry. There was barely cabinets, you know, <laughs> like yeah. we, we don't have a pantry either. Tiff. Yeah. No pantry <laughs> over here. No, no. Um, but like it does, it makes a lot more sense to do the cut-ins on the side so that you can get your body in there and actually get to everything. No. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then it feels like, like once you did that, like nothing else is intimidating as a, it's intimidating, but I know that I can do it. 
but it is intimidating. Like yeah. I don't, I had, um, somebody leave a comment on my TikTok a few weeks ago that was like, I don't understand how you like have the courage to do all of these things. Like I'm always afraid to try new things. And I responded back. I was like, I'm always afraid. <laughs> I am always afraid. I am always nervous. And it always leads to me procrastinating, whether I procrastinate for like a few hours or a few days or a few weeks or a few months. I always, I mean, I'm always nervous. Try something new. Yeah always. <laughs> so what's your, like, what's your biggest resource when it comes to like learning new things? Are you like one of the people that are watching YouTube videos all the time? Are you going to other people through Instagram? Are you going to your dad or are you just, you know, I'm going to try it and see what happens. That's kind of, like, I, I feel like that's a really, um, bad quality of mine. I do not watch YouTube. <laughs> I do not do any of that. Um, I will, like if something is really intense, I'll Google it a bit and I'll read a few things. I have this weird trait about me where I feel like if I overly immerse myself in information and videos about something, it'll stop me from thinking of my own creative, unique ways of doing something, which in some, sometimes works to my favor. And sometimes it's detrimental because things don't work out because I didn't <laughs> take the time to learn about it. Yeah. A little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, the barbecue cabinets I built for my husband, I look back and I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> what? I can't even believe they're still standing. Honestly, <laughs> just because I didn't do any research on how to build cabinets or anything like that. I just was like, I built patio furniture. <laughs> I know how to do this. <laughs> They're going to have to be rebuilt in a year. I, they are. <laughs> how long ago did you make them? I made them for Christmas in 2020. Okay. All right. Two years is not bad for an early yeah. build when you're just learning and did absolutely new right research. <laughs> did no research. Like I remember Mike, Mike and I had just become friends and he messaged me after they were done. He was like, I'm not going to lie to you. I really had some doubts that these were even going to come together. So great job. Brutal <laughs> Aussie. <laughs> and they Love are, that. they are, I, I'm, they are still standing. They're lasting, but I mean, I just know how I built them and I know that they're, they're not going to last for much longer. <laughs> There's no wood glue involved. <laughs> oh, wood glue. Bad. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I, th I think that's what takes a lot of like first time DIYers into like, oh, I know what I'm doing. It's like the first time you buy glue and you're like, oh wait, I should glue these pieces of wood together. Yeah. Not just, you know, use nails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. I did use pocket holes and scrapes, but yeah, no, I, I, that's how I would make my next one. I would just make it properly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you have to go through those stages of your stubbornness if that's how you learn. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I like to overanalyze things before I do things. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. That's, that's like me too, Tiff. I, I'll watch. Oh yeah. I'll watch like, see my issue is kind of the opposite. I'll watch so many YouTube videos that I almost psych myself out. Cause I'll see like eight different ways of doing it. And I'm like, I don't know the best way to tackle this. 
And then that's usually when I go to, you know, somebody on Instagram and be like, Hey, how did you do this? Can I just copy exactly what you did? And I'll give you credit. Thanks. <laughs> I totally will ask like 10 people's opinions on something too, before I do something. Like if it's major, like the laser, buying the laser, I must oh, have harassed everyone I know. So I, uh, I don't hey. blame you. I would have done yeah. I, for like big purchases like that, I research the crap out of mm-hmm. things. I just don't do the same when I'm building. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the funny part is I, I researched the lasers, the speeds, the like how many, you know, watts I should get. I didn't research how to use the thing. So I got here and I'm like, oh, I'll figure it out, you know, whatever. My husband's like, you didn't watch any videos of how to use it. I'm like, no, no, I don't have time to learn it right now. So I'm just putting that in another box for later to learn how to, he's like, <laughs> Like, so we bought a paperweight. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's there. <laughs> it know? looks, it looks amazing. It does. It does look good, right? She's sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost oh, didn't she... get it because of the red, you know. Let's oh. <laughs> I feel like it's a good red. It's a minus. Wait, red, all wait. Red. What? What about what? I feel like I'm lost here. What about red? I just don't like the color red. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. a big red fan either. Yeah, no. but my car is red. That's stupid. But <laughs> but I really like that's my car is literally the only thing in my entire life I've ever wanted red. Really? Yeah. The, and my birthstone is garnet, and I hate. I too. Oh, yeah. January baby. Oh, what's your what's your day? The twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Okay, I'm the seventeenth. It's the same birthday as Wayne Gretzky. January 28th? Know that. Elijah Wood, too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. He's a year older. I always like that. I share the same day as Elijah Wood. How cheesy is that? I'm totally like a movie nerd, though. I, I love, love my, I share a birthday with Betty White, and I think that's amazing. See, and, and Michelle Obama. Hey, that's very cool. Yeah, magical people. Yeah, it's insane, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got no, but I think I have Emilio Estevez. That's it. Oh, that's cool. Come on, the Mighty Duck man himself. <laughs> there you that's go. Great. There you exactly. go. Wow. Emilio. <laughs> oh man, I used to love his movies too. <laughs> no. So good. <laughs> so good. We just, I, my kids have watched that movie so many times recently. Oh, just like into it now. Yeah. Like Mighty Ducks. Yeah. You don't like it? No, it's irresponsible. I'm gonna it's such a podcast it, now. <laughs> it's, it's such a good movie. It's such like my daughter came home with her best friend who's on our soccer team and they watched it between games at their tournament before they went into the final and it was like so inspirational for them. Oh, David has such strong opinions about things. And it's, it's like, Canadian like no- and the hockey must not have been played well or something. Yeah. Well, there was no hockey oh, in it. There was no hockey. Oh, yeah. And the powerhouse that's Iceland, of course. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's given David- that perspective. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm very literal when I watch movies. If there's like one little thing, it'll, it'll sour. No, that's not true. I actually, I can enjoy almost every movie. Name any like bad movie. And I, I, I can, I can enjoy it. That My husband matter. loves the movie Miracle because he likes the hockey oh, in the movie. That's a great movie. He's like, well, yeah. like good hockey that. in that. Movie. They used real hockey players did, for that. Yeah. That's why. Sorry, Melissa. I know he loves hockey so much, and I live with a hockey lover. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. The red was tied to hockey. Oh for, no! Is that, no. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah. It's aesthetics. Yeah. Just not what I like. If it was like a nice yeah. dark gray, ooh, sexy. 
Mm-hmm. Black, mm-hmm. even better. Spray paint. Come on, dude. I know, Get but it, it, it actually is a beautiful finish. I would, that's why I wouldn't do it. <laughs> even though I don't love the color red, it's like a gorgeous finish. Like they yeah. do a good job on their paint. I'm like, I oh, don't touch it. <laughs> and it's not like the main main it's color. Little touch. Little touch. Yeah. Little touchy touch. Yeah. How do you think the colors in your daughter's room, like with the Harry Potter stuff, are those all Harry Potter colors? I can't remember. like they're pretty vibrant. Yeah. So she her um favorite colors are orange, okay. neon yellow, and neon green. I was gonna say they didn't scream Harry Potter to me, but they yeah. are colors that are in Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to incorporate orange. Um and obviously it's really hard to incorporate like a neon yellow or neon green yeah. paint color. I mean, there's just, you know, so I just picked the most vibrant yellow and then I tied in blue because we need something to kind of tone, tone yeah. it down a bit. But that's why, cause I knew I was going to have those pops of color in the room. That's mm-hmm. why the rest of the room is very, it's white, gray and black. Yeah. So it's not so overwhelming, but you do have those pops of colors that she loves and will hopefully love for a long time because I don't think I ever want to redo that room again. <laughs> Mom, I, I want to paint my room black. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing it yourself. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, yep. So how, how long did that room take in the end, Melissa? I mean, David, seriously, you had to ask that question. It's oh, I so totally don't know the answer either. So this is Listen, his basement's not done. So he's not trying no, to no, talk no. shit. This is this is not this is not the David podcast. <laughs> we don't talk about the basement. You open the door. Saying, I'm just saying he's not trying to talk shit. He knows he still has a product, you know, a project. Yeah. Open. Um. So I I started it for the one room challenge in fall of 2021. Oh, I, I did not know that was yeah. when you started it. I thought it was just something you did more recent. Um. Yeah. So it in total was, it was like seven and a half months. That's crazy. That's not, that's, I, I think the most impressive part is that you were able to keep her, not only were you able to keep mm. her out, but she was willing to not, yeah. like how yeah. many kids out there, my kid would have looked in, in the first two seconds. Yeah. No, a lot of people on TikTok, especially commented that I was lying, that there's no way that my daughter hadn't seen her room. Um, and they claim that she was like a good actress. Um, (laughs) no, she, she is big into surprises. Um, and she wanted to be surprised. So she was personally motivated to not look in there. Like I didn't even, impressive. I know, I know. And she was, the other thing is, is she was, um, rooming with her sister and she loved it. (laughs) That's that's like the perfect age where you still just like don't mind having your space being taken up with yeah. somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Next her year sister when it happened so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Yeah. Her her sister was ready, ready. for her yeah. to leave because she's a teenager. So um, but yeah, it was she did not see it. She didn't peek in. She she had no idea. And the other crazy thing is, is several of her soccer teammates are on TikTok, and they actually when I had like three videos that were going viral in the like millions Mm -hmm. they came across it on accident on their like for you page um started following me 
and they all knew that it was a secret. So they didn't say one thing to Cameron. They would just say, I can't wait for you to see your, like they deserve big kudos for that because (laughs) that's, that's huge. Um, but it was so cute. I, I find I was search. I did a TikTok of like all the, not all because there's too many, but like a handful of mean comments that I've gotten, mean, funny comments that I've gotten. And so I was like, I was scrolling through that TikTok to find a couple of the mean ones I remembered. And I came across one of the girls on her soccer team commented, I'm in the photo on the soccer shelves because she's like Cameron's team best friend. And so on the soccer shelves, there's a picture of the two of them. So, so cute. cute. So that's cute. cute. That's really cute. They are excited. Yeah. You have yeah. A, yeah, very different crowds of followers on Instagram via TikTok, huh? Yeah. Yes. I remember like it all kind of started when you you just cut open a Harry Potter book just to yeah. the hidden door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It it start like the the first one that went viral was just the me revealing that I turned the law fed into like a secret bookcase thing Mm -hmm. that started going crazy. And then the next couple of videos of that also went crazy because people just love secret rooms. So I already had like a ton of traffic coming to my page. So when I cut up the Harry Potter book, done, it hit the, it hit the fan. It hit the (laughs) fan. I was getting, I, I, try not to delete mean comments because I just really don't care what you have to say. (laughs) Um, but I did delete, there are certain comments that I will delete. And I, I literally had death threats on that page. And so I would just, as soon as I saw them, even some of them, I wouldn't even read the whole thing. Like the second I saw anything threatening, I was just like, delete report, delete report. (laughs) People are crazy though. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember too, it's like, it wasn't any special book. It was just one of the millions of copies that were made. So yeah, yeah. I, I did a response to it because Harry Potter and the chamber of secrets. I, I can't remember anymore, but I want to say it's like the fifth most, um, published book in the world. There's like 77 million copies or something like that. And people are freaking out over me cutting up one. I mean, I mean, in the movie, they destroy a book anyways with the basilisk thing. So you're just staying true to the book. Come on, guys. Right. Right. Coming out hard with the Harry Potter facts. Watch it. I'm just saying. <laughs> so casually, he's like, come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, duh. It's just there's something about TikTok that like invites toxic comments more than Instagram, I find. I feel like it's you know less I- personal as a viewer. Yeah, maybe, you know, what's so weird is I kind of figured just like every account that gets to a certain size gets like a decent amount of troll comments. I just thought I wasn't alone in that. But then I was talking to my friend, Jenna, who, how many, how many followers does she have on TikTok, David? Oh, like over 200,000. Yeah, over 200,000. And she's like, I very, very rarely get troll comments. And I'm like, what, how do you, do I just anger people? Why do I get so many troll comments? What? What? I don't understand. Oh, I don't know. I don't have a lot. I have like 3000 TikTok flowers. I, as we were talking uh, before we start recording, David and I have very similar techniques of just drop the video and ghost TikTok. Yeah. We don't actually <laughs> engage on there ever or like spend any time on there. So 
I'm very disconnected from TikTok. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's probably for the best. <laughs> if you get the commenters, no, I, and I will say like the troll commenters are as far as like percentage versus like nice comments, it's small, but it's still, I mean, I, I get a very good amount of troll comments and I just don't like, I, Jenna must be way more likable than I am. I don't know. I, I don't need to find out what her Jenna. secret is. Oh, it's from, uh, from house to home. Yes. Yes. Jenna, yeah. She's, she is very likable. So it's hard for yeah, me to disagree is, with you there. Oh yeah. No, she's super. She's, I wouldn't think of one mean thing to say to her, but then I also don't understand why any of these people have anything mean to say yeah, on really my video. Them, as you said, yes. that was like the best quote ever, by the way. Do I just like aggravate people? I can't remember <laughs> what you said exactly, but it was just too funny. <laughs> I just, after she told me that I was like, oh, I'm sure you, I'm sure you understand the whole troll thing. And she's like, I really don't really get troll commenters. And I'm like, what? what <laughs> it's the canadian in us we probably there's so many times where i'll see a mean comment and i'm just like oh thanks like i'll try that next time not realizing that the person being just mean. being like an asshole it's ripping you yeah they're like mm. wow you really should do this next time you idiot and i'm like oh that's a great tip thanks so much <laughs> that's a great idea yeah. <laughs> all these lovely comments today yeah. yeah i'm just gonna that's what i'm gonna think it is to make myself feel better. Cause that really, that really hurt my soul. I, not that I want her to have troll comments, but just the <laughs> fact that like. Melissa's creating burner accounts in the <laughs> back, you know. Melissa, before I let you go, what are you working on right now? Nothing. <laughs> you, you don't have to be working on anything, you know. I, um, so I can tell you what I'm going to be working on. Yes, I am yes. currently not working on anything because honestly, I am so burnt out. Mm -hmm. Um, but I started a moss art project before I started fall one room challenge that lasted oh until the end of spring one room challenge. <laughs> and so I'm going to finish that. And then playhouse, the playhouse. So I don't know if you saw my video where I, no. I, so I was demoing my kid's playhouse to make room for like a storage shed and um, the playhouse roof fell on top of my foot and I got a soft tissue crush injury. I do remember this now. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I was on crutches for a long time. I was in a boot for like six, it was gnarly. I, yeah. Anyway. Um, so I'm going to go back and finish demoing that, get my storage shed out there and then create a workshop in my garage i thought you were going to tell me you were building a playhouse and i was like but there's no so <laughs> no no that's why i demoed that one because yeah, they were they like, had no guys you're old yeah. enough okay. yeah you will play in there and you will like it yeah but please duck your head you don't need anywhere a kid can escape when they're 13 to no. be with anybody else any no other, any other structures no. that's a good yeah. call to knock that down yeah <laughs> Well, we just need storage from our garage. So I have room to like build workbenches and stuff. So you're looking um, to get an official shop at your house. And not yeah. Kind of like your makeshift environment that you're currently. Yeah. Which is just a joke. It's oh, I've joke. seen the videos. Yeah. It's a joke. Mm. It's bad. It's really bad. I don't know. It's embarrassing, but it's not it's just it's who real I am. Life. <laughs> exactly. 
messy it's shops. Multi- it's multiple priorities all at once, and you get what done what you need to get done. Honestly, yeah. to survive. You know? Yes, exactly, exactly. As I was That's- telling David, it's embarrassing if you want to consider it embarrassing. I don't. I haven't touched that yet. Three <laughs> no. Three months. It's. it'll get touched when it's ready yeah that's how that's i'm just trying to be in that mindset like you're a little busy tiff a little bit yeah you're a little busy (laughs) a little bit just a little bit bit. (laughs) you've got a lot going on so i'm surprised that we're even talking right now with all the stuff you have going on (laughs) all right thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed today's episode I am going to do a little something different today. I'm going to put the Patreon special after this right here, just so you can get a glimpse of the little side conversations that I have with makers before or after we stop recording for the show. So if you want to see these more often and you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash makerconversations. Check them out. There's a really funny one on uh, Thelma from TK Woodworking with Chrissy and from Oak Hill Millworks where uh, there is a loop swoop and you know, you'll figure it out. Anyways, check it out and enjoy this little snippet of me and what David up, talking D? before we interviewed Melissa. What's up? I like how when you come in, I hear like birds chirping. Yeah, well, I was gonna I was gonna sit in front of my door, but then I realized it was just gonna be like one huge shadow. Bright light, so. bright light, yeah. Yeah. So I moved over slightly to my horrible. Would spider send you, or is that from the drill bits? Yeah, they <laughs> they sent me. They told me like so long ago that they were gonna send me it, and then I saw everyone else get theirs, and I was like, okay, like maybe where's mine? I'm, I'm like maybe because I'm in Canada, it's gonna take a little bit longer. Yeah. And then, like, I saw some Canadians get theirs, and I'm like, okay. So I waited a bit longer. And finally, I was like, hey, just FYI, I didn't forget about you guys. I just never received anything. And she was like, oh, that's weird. I'll resend it. Oh, geez. It could have gotten lots in the mail. You never freaking know, man. Yeah, exactly. They're nice, nice bits, though. I got them, too. I was, I was stoked to get them. I'm like, give me all the free stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, don't take anything unless they're yeah. paying you. But I'm like, man, I don't care about that. Dude, it's it's a it's a hard thing. Like, it depends. Like, if I want to have a relationship where I have to owe them something every month, blah, 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 like, then, yeah, I guess you should probably pay me unless you're giving me something really big. But if you just say, if you want to post about it in a story or something, I appreciate it. And just send me stuff, then I'll give me all the freebies in the world. Exactly. Like, I don't want to have to be obliged to like, that's why I went with the boss laser too over like Omtech because I didn't want to have yeah. to owe them anything. I'm like, Oh man. I just, I, yeah. I owe, you know, like one I, I try to give them a lot cause they gave me my CNC for free. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, I don't want to have to have that feeling of owing somebody something. Cause I knew I didn't have time to like, when I came in, I didn't have time to use it right away. Like I still haven't used it. It's been three months almost now. But oh my god are you serious I, yeah. I was gonna say because i was listening to um i listened to the podcast the other week with uh with jeff <laughs> yeah, oh and yeah he literally just texted me which is so funny <laughs> in that one you're like oh yeah i have it but i'm waiting for a piece i haven't opened it up yet i'm like oh but this is like you know now that's yeah it was like a long time ago no because i'm working so many jobs i literally don't have a free second to think about oh me god. and i'm like yeah, you know yeah. what that's okay though because like I'm quitting my job because of these other jobs that I'm working. So once my day job is gone, then I can play with this. Yeah. June 24th is my last day. 
No I way. I quit my congrats. job of 16 years, man. Wow. Congrats. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I took, uh, I took, I took two weeks off, um, like a mental health break and like, cause, my, cause I feel like, because I fell and broke my leg. And I whatever, saw but... that. I was like, this guy's like <laughs> going through it this year. This is your yeah. hard year. And next oh, year is going to be your great year. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. But it, honestly, now being back, it's so much less stress. Like I don't have to worry about like, you know, because everyone's blowing up and then it's like, it's so funny on Instagram, half the people are blowing up and then the other half are like, Oh my God, my stuff's not getting viewed. It's terrible. Everything's awful. And it's just like, that's probably me. <laughs> but you know, I'm like people, the things that you have to do to blow up is my, my challenge. Like I don't want to have to record a million voiceover videos and yeah. be silly. Like I'm funny. Just like, let me be funny in a different way. You know, yeah. I, and like my job, like when I'm full time starting very soon, um, I, I am going to focus on trying to actually film more things. I filmed a couple things for the May for maker thing. And I okay. was like, I was happy with that, you know? So I was like, I gotta, I gotta do that. But like when I have time, cause like when you're, when you're rushing from thing to thing, the last thing you want to do is stop and be funny on command. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's the thing. And it's like, oh man, I'm doing this thing. It's like, oh, I forgot to get a shot there. It's like, oh, then you gotta worry about setting up the camera. It's such a hassle. Yep. I filmed like a bunch of stuff in one day and I've been just like recycling that content now. Like, Good for you. This, a lot of people do that. I, yeah. I've been hearing that from a lot of people. Oh, so much easier. Like this whole week, I already, I filmed in like an hour a while ago. It's like, I'm Good building a workbench top, but it's already done. Like my garage is almost all done and I'm just like showing it slowly, you know? You have to though. It protects you because of the sanity of having it already ready and, and yeah. like loaded. Like you don't have to worry about that now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.